0: So many people can be role models. um, And I think us as football players can do that.
1: This is The Playbook. I am so excited because I have a legacy NFL star. He is Cam Hayward. Everyone knows him, the defensive tackle for the incredible Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome to The Playbook, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you
0: for having me, Mr. Miller. Well,
1: I'm going to start, you know, with legacy. Mm -hmm. And I believe in an energetic and genetic inheritance. Uh, that we receive (laughs) from our families right and i've been blessed to know your father and was a huge not only fan but friend uh, of his character of his energy um and what he did for his community and, and giving back which is a big component of what i try to utilize people like you to teach that hey man it's not just what we do on the field it's what we do on the field can be used to impact the world because people will watch you off the field and say wow If he does that, maybe I should help other people as well and give back. How much of that is genetic and energetic inheritance from your family?
0: Man, um, you know, I don't know how much genetic, but I've just always just tried to follow the path my dad set Um, with his legacy, um, with his just personality in general. He's very infectious, um, knew how to brighten someone's day um, and went above and beyond to do it. Um, That's something I always strive to do. Uh, It's something I have to continue to improve at, but you know, we have a great opportunity and a great platform to do it. And um, there are so many people that need our help. Uh, so many people can be role models. Um, and I think us as football players can do that. You know, it's incredible. I have a brand called
1: Ferocious Buddha. Kind of stole the idea from Psycho Bunny. Mm-hmm. We take like the most gentle creature on earth and make <laughs> it a psycho. Right. Uh, so I take the most calm and enlighten individual and make it ferocious. So I call okay. it the ferocious Buddha. And when I watch you play, and when I see you off the field, I think of a ferocious Buddha. Because <laughs> when I see you off the field, I was like, "There's a dude I'd like to hug, hang out with, you know, <laughs> work the food food line with, you right. know, help other people." And then I watch you play. I saw you play here at SoFi, oh. and you know, I'm like, "Holy crap, man! This is <laughs> or for the butt. like I'm like, how do you turn on and off? that aggressive behavior when, you know, you are a peaceful guy. You're here to be of
0: service. Man, um, I'm a lover and a fighter. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, I think, um, you know, I was always called the gentle giant growing up. uh, But when I step on that field, um, I'm going to give everything for my team. Um, You know, I I like to be tenacious in that way. Um, I always just want to give 110%. Um, and my teammates love it. My enemies hate it. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it's something I just carry with me. And you're a Buckeye, so that puts you into the Dave Meltzer
1: Hall of Fame. (laughs) Anything a Buckeye asks, you know, Robert Smith's a good friend. All all the the, the old guys know whatever a Buckeye needs, all they got to do is ask. Right. But there is a lot of lessons that are learned by playing at Ohio State. Yes. And that's why so many of the great NFL players played at Ohio State. Right. And I love watching – you know, the, the pre-announcement when they're like, you know, this is Cam Hayward, the Ohio State University. <laughs> um, what do you think is so special about Ohio State on the character side of things? Because it's not just talent, right? There's tons right. of schools that get tons of talent five-star everywhere.
0: talent. You know, I got the opportunity to be coached by Jim Trestle. Um, and I remember when I was getting drafted, the main things my mom looked for was who's going to take care of me on the field and off the field. Um, and when we talked to Coach Tress, he had five big things. You know, whether it was being good in the classroom, uh, spiritually, um, you know, just mentally, um, physically, um, and then just being a good football player. Um, he was always concerned with the entire person. Uh, and through my times, I thought I got better at that. And it's interesting you mentioned
1: spiritually because very few uh, athletes, let alone professional athletes, talk about spirituality right. and. I personally, I I write books that are business spiritual books. I'm on the transformational leadership council. I'm a quantum healer. I theta meditate, so I'm very spiritual person, but I'm also probably one of the most pragmatic business people you ever meet. So like you're ferocious on the field, I'm ferocious in the boardroom, uh, utilizing that same Zen type of quality, in fact, one of the things I love, I business partners with Warren Moon, who I think you know as well. Yes, sir. But I called him QB One Kenobi because <laughs> I mean, there's no more fearsome competitor than him, but he has this majesty of calmness. Uh, what do you consider that spiritual piece? That like Coach Tressel and I know Coach Tomlinson also is a spiritual guy. Right. You know, how do you utilize your spirituality in your life, and how? And what lessons did you learn that's carried forward?
0: You know. Um... Through my own trials and tribulations, um, you know, whenever I felt out of whack, God always brought me back centered and He gave me a calmness um, to rise through the storm. Um, You know, is it always easy? No, but God puts you through things that he knows you can take care of and and conquer. um, And that's always just resonated with me everywhere I've went. I got to shift gears.
1: I I do a show with Mike Tannenbaum. Uh, You know, we do a football executive talk show. I'm on XM Series. I do some football stuff, too. But the biggest call that I had, I said, I don't know why I feel this way, but that Raider-Charger game, it's going to come down (laughs) to some overtime decision. And, you know, I I just have this feeling. and And I very rarely do I give, like, these feelings public notice. Right. Anyway, I called it completely. But the one thing I couldn't imagine is what it was like to be sitting there Watching the game because in your wildest dreams as a football player and as a football executive, right. I'm thinking nobody even thinks of these types of scenarios. No. You're not prepared for it. It's
0: like you're either rooting for him to
1: win or lose. Yes, not for a tie. Not at all.
0: That's ridiculous. How were how you feeling and what was going through your head when so, that was going on? I'll explain it to you. So, first quarter, I'm on my couch. You know, second quarter, I'm like, okay, I'm still on the couch. Third quarter, I'm I'm starting to inch up fourth quarter I'm on the floor floor right next to the TV Over time, I'm standing up in a tizzy trying to figure out how this game's going to end last uh, play Man. Like when the
1: time when, he, when the, oh. he called
0: timeout were you like yes when he called time I think the biggest play in that game was the Josh Jacobs run
1: yeah 12 yard run it
0: changed everything um if I, he got stopped I think he game got was stopped over. the game was over yeah yeah but he got so many yards they were like we have to at least go for this, or we're just gonna look like idiots. Yeah. Um. But you know, if I see Josh Jacobs around, I'm gonna say thank you. Yeah. Sorry, we couldn't do more with it. It still was
1: a extraordinary football moment for me watching the game. Even though uh, I live in San Diego, so I have oh, some man. partiality to Justin Herbert and what he did in the fourth quarter and the
0: overtime. To me. Showed we're, me we have a big future. Right. You know, Josh Herbert. Um, Justin Spe- Herbert. Right? I mean, yeah. Justin yeah. Herbert. I'm so, <laughs> I just, got Josh got talking to him at the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, but man, he is special. Um, yeah. The amount of fourth down plays he converted. Uh, I know everybody was tired in that game because they were doing hurry up the entire time. <laughs> yeah. But he converted every single one. And you're like, man, the only way they're going to win is if, you know, the only way Oakland's, I mean, uh, wow, Oakland. But Las <laughs> right. Vegas is going to win is if. You know, they have the ball last uh, because they were going up and down the field the entire time. Yeah, it was an incredible experience to watch. And, you know, even you watching Justin play
1: against you uh, mm-hmm. this year, he did an incredible job. Because I yes. thought you guys had him beat. It was interesting, too, in the overtime game with the Raiders Chargers. At one time, I think in the second quarter, the score got squirrely. Right? Yes. I kept my eye on like, well, it could be a tie. It could be a tie. It could be like because, you know, I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden I'm like, no way to tie. It's right. like a two point difference yes. or something.
0: We you all start looking at that and you're like, Okay. <laughs> and then you're like, damn, they got they got the two point conversion. Now it becomes even more attainable. So it was it was an unbelievable game the in the regular season. And now I wanna talk about your foundation. Yes. We had talked
1: about your inherent Uh, energetic and genetic inheritance of being a good person, of being a kind person. Uh, But giving back has been a big part of your family's legacy and you have the Hayward House. Yes. And what inspired you to create the house and what are you guys doing today that people can support?
0: So, you know, all throughout my career and out my life, I've had role models who helped me to reach this platform. Um, And I wanna provide that for the youth and our underserved children. Uh, so, they have those opportunities as well. Um, so, we started the Hayward House in 2015. Uh, my mom and my wife helped me, uh, and my aunt as well. And, you know, it's blossomed. You know, we, we serve under uh, served uh, youth in both Pittsburgh and Atlanta, both places I grew up. Um, we provide book bag drives. We have a birthday club around my birthday where we just celebrate a bunch of kids' birthdays. They don't even get a chance to really celebrate. Um, we do a. Uh, a special drive. It's called Craig's Closet, which is dedicated to my dad, uh, where we um, collect uh, suits for young men for job interviews, proms, uh, college interviews. Uh, you know, my dad's old saying was, "If you look good, you play good," uh, and you know, it's providing that you know service that they need. Uh, and just recently, we started the literacy program dedicated to my grandparents, uh, where we've created uh, tiny libraries all, all across Pittsburgh, uh, where we um, set these almost like little homes where books can go and people can take them in and out uh, and just have an opportunity to, you know, continue to read.
1: Well, I got to make some introductions to you. Number one, I run, uh, I'm the chief chancellor of Junior Achievement University. Yes, sir. And so all the great authors, I have four books myself, but Jack Canfield, Bob Proctor, Mary Morris, all these great authors, uh, we donate all of our content to Junior Achievement and we'd be happy to donate our books as well oh, to, I would to yours. Love that. And which yes, would be sir. awesome. We actually just got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize at Junior Achievement, which was wow. one of the biggest accomplishments of my giving back career. And then please get my number because yes, sir. my wife's on my butt right now. I probably have a hundred suits that I can donate. Now the problem with me is probably like you, just the opposite. <laughs> But no there's, not, there's, wear-
0: <laughs> there's not that many people built like me. You think more people are built more, like me? More people are built like me. Five, you. seven. Exactly. <laughs> well, I got a hundred
1: suits that I'm okay. publicly donating to the Hayward Thank House. You, uh, and sponsor. they're they're expensive suits. So, oh, wow. Uh, th- those we guys will look it. great. I will tell you, I grew up poor in Akron, Ohio. Single mom, six kids. My mom packed our dinner in a paper bag, drove us around in, in a country squire station wagon. After she taught second grade to fill up turnstiles at convenience stores with greeting cards yeah and when I got out of law school I had to do interviews yeah I, I didn't own a suit oh, um, wow. and I, I couldn't afford I couldn't afford it right and you know my older brothers were doctors they never really had any suits and the guy that I knew um, who's now CEO of men's warehouse mm. he gave me leftover suits and when I got my job I was a millionaire nine months out of law school I wore those suits till they shined. Cause they there meant so much to me yes, sir. because someone believed in me and helped me out. Yes, sir. Um, I got those things cut up, hemmed, et cetera. There you um, go. And so moreover too, you know, I'd love to make that introduction because I know the men's warehouse gives and donates a ton of suits. Yes, sir. Um, and I know the the, the guy you see on the commercial, the founder and the CEO of men's warehouse. So, Oh, would love to work with you guys. Would love to do that. Um, any last things for next season? So you had it, I think uh, overachieving season considering everything, uh, you know what's going to be the impact of Ben leaving, and what is what do you see for the Steelers next year?
0: You know, uh, first we got to figure out who our quarterback's going to be, um, whether we're you know going with who we have or we're going to free agency. You know, we got to figure that out. Um, I think we got to you know continue to grow on defense. Um, the pieces we have on offense got to continue to grow. Um, you know, personally, I think I can still play better. Um, and, you know, I look forward to I, I look forward to that challenge. Um, I've already challenged myself for next year, trying to get a Triple Crown, a Defense Player of the Year, a Super Bowl MVP, and an MVP. So, there we go. you know, so those are the things I want to accomplish. Um, and we'll see where we're at. Or Walter Payton, Man of the Year, rather than the MVP. So, I, uh, now you're talking my language. So, yes, sir. And just another
1: incredible legacy. Our future legacy, the all pro Cam Hayward, defensive tackle with the Pittsburgh Steelers. All I wish you, my friend, is health, happiness, wealth, and worthiness. And for you you to carry that on, please don't lose my number. I promise you, I got a bunch of stuff I want to give you. Yes, sir. So thank you for joining me. Thank you. Appreciate
0: it.